Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the very lighthearted, family-friendly film, Moxie. So if you haven't seen this movie, make sure that you go and watch it before you come back and watch our video, because we are getting into spoiler territory. And um, so yeah, let's go ahead and just get right into it. This was recommended to me by Cheryl. Um, I had not heard about this movie. I didn't, I wasn't aware that it, when it even came out on Netflix, um, but you had heard of it. How did you, how did you end up finding it? Um, my roommate wanted to watch it. So I just happened to be there. We watched it and I was like, this is pretty good. I like it. I like the mood of it. I like the way that the issues were presented. I thought that it was just worth watching because the issues are so relevant to today so i i thought like yeah get it out there i think more people should watch it yeah no definitely felt that way i found myself very like i ended up enjoying the movie more as i kept watching it to kind of see where it was going because i didn't know anything about what the movie was going to be about and so like when the movie started, I actually thought it was gonna be a horror movie when she was running in the woods and she started to scream and you didn't hear anything. I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. And then it was like, oh no, this seems like it's gonna be kind of slice of life type story. Let's see how this ends up developing. Um, and the Amy Poehler, seeing that Amy Poehler directed this movie and then seeing her in this movie was, was a treat. I think Amy Poehler does a really good job as the mom in this movie. I love her scenes. Every scene she's in with her daughter, and especially the scene when they get into a fight near the end of the movie, I thought was just how she played the mom. And because normally you see these arguments with the daughters and the moms where the, the daughter is just cursing out the mom and saying whatever she wants, and the mom is kind of almost feels like weak in that situation. But I never felt like Amy Poehler was a weak character the way she talked to her daughter, the way she was still firm, but caring. I really enjoyed how she was portrayed and how she like acted out that role. Yeah, I mean, it was very empowering, I think, for women. It's definitely um, designed to empower women. Um, and I liked how they even made it so that Amy Poehler's character is a single mother. Um, and like, you know, she, you know, father is just out of the picture and like, yeah, she's dating someone, but it's, he isn't the kind of person that like, you know, he's, it, it's, a, it's a guy that plays Phil Coulson. And, yeah. Clark um, Gregg. So he's very, he's a very soft guy and, you know, he doesn't, oh, he doesn't like, I guess like insert his manliness in the movie which i think is also great i also think it's more realistic um to have a like a, a character like that where you know he's just he's just a regular guy and yeah he doesn't and try to be a father figure at all no and and it might be just because it's him but he's also just a very charming guy yeah and like he doesn't come across as smarmy or or annoying like he just seemed like a chill dude and i think that's why they got him to play that that part the so i i was a little challenged when i was first watching the movie because when we're talking about realism 
I wasn't sure how realistic the movie was going to portray these issues because a lot of times, especially in nowadays when people are making movies, a lot of times um, it seems like some writers don't really know how to insert the message that they want to that they want to convey without losing telling a good story. It becomes some of these stories mainly become about the politics and less about actually telling a good story. And then those movies can come across as preachy. And in that and in my opinion, when you make movies like that, they are not going to be as effective. If I make a movie that's just racism bad, congratulations, most people know that. But if you're trying to change people's minds, then you have to tell a good story about how these things can affect people in a nuanced and fair and balanced perspective. And when I was first starting watching this movie, that wasn't the impression I got from it. Um, you know, we talked, you mentioned how Amy Poehler is a single mom. There are actually no fathers in this movie. There's, we don't see any fathers for like, and yeah, like some of the kids, we don't see their parents, but if you see a parent, they're a woman. So basically there's a bunch of single moms in this film, which to me doesn't seem, isn't indicative of what I saw growing up. I have a single mom, but people around me didn't. Um, and so I was worried that this movie, like even when we meet the potential boyfriend, the way the male characters have been presented up until that point, I thought that the boyfriend was a trap. I thought he was gonna be another jerk character. And that's probably why as the movie continued, I started to feel better because then I started to see that the movie wasn't, wasn't trying to just tell this narrative of female good, man bad. It was trying to actually be more balanced and nuanced in the discussion because he was a balanced character and he even is right in some of the arguments that he's having with his girlfriend and she's kind of stepping out of pocket. And so now all of a sudden it's feeling more interesting because we're playing with these dynamics. But in the beginning of the movie, that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the, that wasn't the feeling I was getting. Yeah, I also felt like, um, I think you're probably talking about the, at their first date when he brings her to the funeral home. I was like, oh no, he's gonna like try to make a move on her or something. But no, he actually turns out to be like a pretty good guy. Um, yeah. My only thing about that character though is that he's unrealistic. <laughs> Guys are not like that, sorry. <laughs> But, um, but he is, he, his character embodies what we're used to seeing good guys in movies as. So, like, that's just how good guys are usually portrayed in movies. And so it seems familiar to us that that, like, you know, is like the typical good guy character in like a rom-com. Um, but we know that that is not real. So, <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think if I think nice people like that can exist. The problem is that, and sometimes the movie can kind of almost kind of skirt the line of parody because, like you were saying, you think that you feel like the guy, the way the boyfriend was portrayed, wasn't very real. But on the other end, you have the other the other guys just being as bad as they could possibly be. Like there are no redeeming qualities um, of those men. 
And so that's why it was like Clark Gregg is probably like the best example of like a character that feels real. Um, but and but that is what also led to my kind of um, hesitation when approaching the movie was the fact that we had we're almost just creating caricatures and not really people because yeah those other guys are just all the rest of those guys are just they're terrible like absolutely awful and there and it's just, and there's no helping any of them like even just random guys that are passing the girls are mm-hmm. are just the worst yeah i i definitely feel like the 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 male characters with the exception of um the boy the mom's boyfriend that the male characters just didn't seem very um, believable in both directions, like the the bad guy mm-hmm. and and the good guy. Because you know, if you think about it, um, I'm pretty sure that like the jock guy would be not like so on the nose about like him being like that bad. Because usually, like in in reality, guys like that kind of. Like they they trick you first. They put you in a right. in a. False, they make you feel safe. Yeah, they make you feel safe first, which is what, probably why we we thought Seth, um, the the boyfriend, the main character's boyfriend, was um, gonna turn out bad because that's the reality where you feel like he's a good guy, you trust him, and then he ends up not being the the guy that you thought he would be. That's the reality of how mm-hmm. you know those kind of people are in the real world when you see someone being like a dick like um i forget his name <laughs> mitchell <laughs> mitchell wilson mitchell mitchell, Wil- mitchell wilson whatever yeah. yeah um he like he just seems like you're like the way guys are depicted in high school movies so right yeah yeah so like like that would that's what like they're pointing to but if I, th- I think, like, because it's so obvious, like, and so on the nose that he's a bad guy, like, yes, it's believable that he's a bad guy. But then you also think Seth is going to be a bad guy because he's being good first, and that's, like, the reality part of us, like, our right. thinking. being careful. Yeah. At least for me, as a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I there's one of the scenes I want to talk to you about that... I is my favorite scene in the movie that I thought felt the most real are the scene are the scenes around her friend. Um you remember what, her best friend? What was her friend's name? Claudia. Claudia. And how Claudia cuz this was also something that was, you know, we try not to get make get too much into this stuff on on our YouTube, but like one of the things about Claudia, the question that comes up and I'm glad that they addressed this is how do people fight? Because everybody has a different way of fighting. And just because someone isn't fighting the way you think they should fight doesn't mean that what they have to offer isn't valuable. And that's exactly what's tackled in this movie with Claudia, because she has certain challenges that prevent her from fighting in necessarily the same exact way and showing her support in the ways that people would rather her show it. But she tries to and i think the movie could have gone done more with this i don't think it, it kind of just dips its toe in but they they show that everybody can have their own way to support and own way to fight and it could still be just as valuable and at the same time 
you have to recognize that even though you are fighting this battle, you are still fighting a different battle than this other person because of your ethnic background. Because that also is something that this other person has to think about and has to contend with, not only for, their, for themselves within the world that they have to occupy, but also in relation to their parent. And I thought that that was very interesting. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, I definitely related to Claudia a lot, obviously. Um, she is Chinese, and so am I. And um, I definitely remember having, you know, those kind of, that kind of relationship with my mom, where, you know, like, it matters what I am wearing before I leave the house to go to school. It does. Um, and, ha like, the idea of even trying to explain the protest is just like i don't even want to go there because like like her, like that generational gap not it's not even just a generational gap it's a cultural gap too because her mom probably didn't come from america her mom like and i think claudia mentioned it in the movie that her mom and like come had come from like another country and had to like work very hard to like give her the opportunity to even go to college it's so true like 100 percent true that is what my mom did for me and to like ruin it by doing a protest it's like you know is that is it worth it like because of you know my future and stuff like that um it's just all very relatable to me um especially like for this movie uh just on multiple levels very relatable and i think that's why i appreciated this so much and i feel like they take a lot of real life situations and it's like in the movie like from you know the the girl being pulled out for what she's wearing um to uh, you know, rape in school by a boyfriend, you know, like those are all, and even the teachers not accepting Doing your claims. Anything. Like, I, I fear that too. I like, you know, I have been in a situation where I've had to come forward for something and I was afraid because I didn't think people would believe me. And that's right. 100% true. Like, there, there is a reason for that and it's showcased in this movie yeah absolutely um the movie does a good job of tackling different scenarios that could pop up um and so sometimes it feels like they're, they're trying to tackle all the scenarios which can sometimes almost feel like in some cases these other things might be dilute diluted because like that thing that um you're that you just brought up that doesn't get addressed until the very end of the movie in like the last 15 minutes, um, which can work and is fine, but it's almost kind of one of those things of like, I wonder how this storyline could have had a little bit more to it or if there was anything more that we could have done with it. And maybe, and you know, maybe that's one of those things where it didn't need anything more, but like, but yeah, the movie tackles all those different things, even the whole thing with the, um, the the sports teams that's another big one how the girls team 
wins, the boys' team loses, but the girls' team can't even get good uniforms, and the boys' team gets, like, parades or whatever, um, parades in the gym and whatnot. So, like, there's definitely a bunch of different topics that they that they seek to address. Uh, I was impressed. I was surprised. I mean, I guess it's not a big deal. Like, we do this in movies all the time, but I was surprised at how freely they show teens drinking in this movie. Because it was just... <laughs> Like this is the one girl has champagne like at a football game and it's just taking it to the head. And I was just like, oh, I don't think that I could have gotten away with that. I don't think anyone could have gotten away with that where I went to school. Like, like what? But all right, <laughs> shoot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely not perfect. There were things in there that were not believable. Um, but I feel like overall the messages that they have in there i appreciate the way that they were presented and addressed um there were and and even like the dialogue there's some really strong dialogue in there sometimes um like for certain scenes especially when they are discussing the issues the dialogue's very strong very concise and like the interactions that they have together like when vivian um talks to i think lucy the new girl and she's like uh, you know, just ignore him. Um, like he'll if you keep your head, if you keep your head low, um, he'll just bother someone else. And that's basically like saying like, if you, if you Let don't do, do it, like, like he'll he'll like if he, it's almost like saying, and I know like this is a kind of a a thing that is being talked about these days where like, like you can it's almost like saying. If you don't get raped, if you do what you can do to not get raped, then he'll just rape someone else. And are you okay with that? Because that's basically what that conversation was about. Right. Yeah. And that's why she was saying he was dangerous. Mm -hmm. And the other girl didn't see it. And then her eyes kind of get opened. And the movie is, movie is basically her awakening. Mm -hmm. Right? Her awakening and seeing these things that are like normalized it's like why are these norm why is this normalized this isn't okay and yeah and so like as the movie continues i feel like the movie starts handling these topics a lot more in a in an interesting way the um, one of the issues though that i had with this movie and it's not something that's super important because this isn't the point of the movie but i am so over the black buffoon character in movies because that seems to be the only way it's either we write them as an idiot that's like you know funny or we write them as this stoic you know badass that can like beat up everybody and there's no real room for nuance and that's not saying that everyone writes it that, that way but that has been the trope over the years and so when we don't have that many black characters in this movie and the one black male character is a foon that is just constantly saying dumb things. It just, it, it, I can't help but feel like a little annoyed by that, even though I know that that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is about the journey of these women and how they, um, how they learn to fight for themselves. So that is the focus. Um, but it is one of those things where it's just like, well, even in a movie that would be seen, seen as progressive as this, you can still make certain pitfalls and stumbles. And that's not saying that you can't have a, a bad black character 
but it is to say that we can get a little bit more creative with how we portray betray these characters um rather than just going back to like the stereotypical way mm-hmm. yeah definitely um i'm glad you noticed that because i was happy with the way i was represented in the movie <laughs> <laughs> seth <laughs> claudia amazing <laughs> yeah they did a they did a good job with claudia i mean yeah for most of the female characters they, they handled it well i felt like the, how they tried to handle the one gay relationship in there was a little odd because that one to me actually felt thrown in um those two characters we didn't get to see them talk that much and have an interaction and build a relationship and so when you see them kiss it's like you know we're all at a party and then they just do it and i know that it's supposed to be like a surprise but what, i didn't even realize that they were that cool for that to even happen mm-hmm. um so that was something where i was just like i wonder if there's like some deleted scenes or something where we didn't get to see them interact and kind of build some type of friendship or even just a kind of connection that shows that they may be into each other even a little bit but they're not going to do anything and then in that moment it pays off and it's like oh my gosh yes they finally yeah they they did something they hooked up or of course um so that was one of the, that was another thing that stood out to me as like fine to include but odd because it didn't feel like we had the time to make that feel earned, at least that moment when they kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But yeah. So, but I feel like most of the other things I didn't really have an issue with. I felt bad for the mascot. Oh my gosh, this poor man. Like, this man gets just like bullied and beat up this entire movie. And then at the end, like, the, that girl, that one that one of the girls, the girl with the afro, literally says that I tripped him and I don't feel bad about it. This is feminism. <laughs> and the guy is sitting there just like, well, yeah, that's fine. And I'm looking around like, no, no it's that's not, not okay. That's he not... broke his arm. Yeah. When, he, when you tripped him, he broke his arm and he's actually outside with you. He walked out. He didn't stay in the class, which means he's, he's an ally. He's one of the homies. What are you doing? Yeah, and <laughs> that's also bad. that's not feminism. <laughs> That's just right? being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I did like the part about how um, there was that one scene when Vivian was, like, like k- kind of yelling at, like, she was having a, she was spiraling and she was, like, yelling at Seth and she was like, are you going to write my, write your name on my arm like I'm your property? And then at the end of the movie, like, he sh- he like rolls up his sleeve and it has her name on it and I'm like that's so cute I love it that's so good in a movie but that's so not real life <laughs> that's like... <laughs> and that's why Seth is unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but I I like that moment too because at that point the movie is ending so they don't kind of get a moment to reconcile like you would normally get in a romantic comedy or something um so that's the movie's way of kind of capping off their relationship and showing that you know things will probably be okay so i liked i liked that way for ending the movie and or ending how ending their interaction and then yeah the movie ends like basically right after that um i i know you you were talking about the mascot um but i personally really like the mascot not just because he's a pirate but because he makes a lot of pirate puns 
Which I Arr, thought you would. You like me. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate his puns as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny? There's this one moment where he says, "Good day, mermaids and pirates," and the girl next to him is just like, "What is that supposed to mean?" And, and I remember thinking to myself, like, "Wait a second. I mean, women can be pirates too." And, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm trying to be inclusive." And I go, "Like, so women can't be pirates?" <laughs> Anyway, like pirates of all genders, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I love you, man," but I'm I'm sorry that you lost that one. You have to hold that L. But he's, he's still a great. I still like him. He's a, he's still a fun character. Yeah, he's a fun. Yeah, I I feel like he was almost like the the comic relief of this movie. But oh yeah, he was. he wasn't like in the movie that much, but enough for <laughs> it was almost kind of like like wallpaper like people don't really notice him and they just kind of walk right past his puns and right they're like not even trying to be bothered yeah like if he like he's one of those characters where like if you just completely removed him from the movie the movie would still be the same movie (laughs) yeah basically he doesn't really do anything or change anything which you know it's fine but um the teacher was also pretty funny i like the teacher's journey through the film that was another um, fun little thing. Because I can see being the type of person that's just like, look, this is beyond me. I don't want to get involved. And not realizing what that sounds like. And then by the end being like, all right, we're here. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. What did you think about the uh, principal and her whole role in this movie? Um, uh, She frustrated me so much because she's like oh see when you use words like harassment it means like you know and she's like really cutting slack for um for uh mitchell she's probably one of the only female characters that seems to like be like anti-female almost where right she doesn't care at all until like her hand is forced right yeah, she spends the whole movie trying not to do anything. And then, and I guess that's the the point of that story plot line, right? Um, when the one, the new girl goes in to talk to her and she's like, I'd have to do all this work, I can't do it. But at the end of the movie, she ends up having to do all that work anyway because he actually did do the thing to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And she spends yeah. the whole movie basically putting him on a pedestal and she's just really proven wrong. And, yeah. like, you know, like, a, how big of a mistake it was for her to have disregarded all the complaints that Lucy made. Yeah. She, that poor, that woman, man, she just, she's like, I don't want to do my job. I just want to come to work. I just want to sit in my office, maybe go to an assembly. And I just want to go home. She's like, don't make me do things. <laughs> yeah. That is the laziest principle I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> I mean, I think like I don't think they were trying to make her seem lazy. I think they were just trying to make her seem oh, no. dismissive. No, she's definitely dismissive. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's absolutely the point that they're going for. Um, <laughs> because that's how the world is. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but that's everything as far as like my biggest takeaways. Um, not much else that I like really feel like I need to go in on I kind of hit all of my major points but what about you you have anything else 
Uh, I just thought it was interesting because uh, because I watched this movie twice. When I watched it again this time, I remember the 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 opening scene where she's in the forest and she screams, but she can't like she has no voice. And I was like, right. oh, that like is such a like duh kind of right. And now by the end, she has her voice. Yeah. So, so. I I thought that was a cool bookend. Yeah, no, true. But yeah, that's Moxie. Um, what did you guys think about it? Um, did you guys see the movie? It's on Netflix. It's free. So go check it out. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, whatever you thought about it, comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, and subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been Cheryl. And we will see you all next time.